You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. Nemeth. I'm Hugh Fort. And I'm Tom Canning. And welcome to episode 130 of the Real Reading podcast, where we discuss the week's top stories and get really niche about Reading. And um, this week, we are, for no reason, discussing the Reading Celebrity Super League, which is a breakaway of the much better known Berkshire Celebrity Super League. This is all waffle and absolute nonsense. Um, but we've had some late changes to our panel lineup, and uh, I was trying to fill, and it's all gone a bit bleh. So, anyway, um, we'll also be talking chicken shops and, of course, local elections. Um, we were due to speak to Councillor Ashley Pierce this week. That will now be next week, mostly because I am incredibly unorganised. Uh, but then, if you've listened to 129 episodes of this nonsense, you will already know that. Um, don't forget, you can give us a like on Twitter at Real Reading Pod, and you can search Real Reading Podcast Group to join us on Facebook. Where are we starting? Well, Rach, hello. How are you? Hi. You're back. I'm good. I'm back. Yep. I um, had a couple of weeks break because uh, it was the the school Easter holidays and as much as uh, I was willing to bounce Alfie on my knee a few weeks ago and feed him and unfortunately for you lot have him burping quite frequently <laughs> on the <laughs> one of those might have been me I can't remember <laughs> I might have been uh, I didn't think it would be very fair to try and juggle both children whilst doing this so uh, yeah believe me it was a harder job <laughs> looking after uh, the two kids than doing this fair enough and and... sorry Rach go on oh no just that we had a a really nice couple of weeks uh, away from school not having to do any homeschooling just we obviously couldn't do much ever so exciting uh, because you know lockdown and all that yeah Uh, but we did manage to have a lot of fun at the park and going for walks and that sort of thing bit of baking all good fantastic i mean um hugh you were also here hugh dropped a bombshell at about half past 10 this morning said i wouldn't be able to make it so i quickly rang around uh, a load of people to see if they could come on they all said no um i asked the rest of the berkshire live news desk and they all said mm, mm, no and now hugh is here anyway so hey hugh thanks for uh, making my morning yeah hello yeah keep you on your toes yeah oh, well you know <laughs> Um, okay, well, that is our little intro. Uh, it's a lovely little part one. Should we move into part two uh, after we've spoken to Jeremy? Get in touch with the team. Email hello at realreadingpodcast.co.uk. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at realreadingpod and join our Facebook group by searching Real Reading Podcast. 
Hello, part two, headline time. And this is where a little bit of nonsense. I feel this week, Hugh, that it's a little bit thin on the ground ready news-wise, which is why I'm possibly scraping the barrel with this idea. Um, there's a couple of stories about Kate Winslet. She's been talking on various podcasts, one about um, working in a delicatessen after after she after she'd been um, working on her first movie, what was her first movie called? I forget. Are we, are we film or are we movie? I can't remember. I like to call them films because I because I'm English and, and therefore not American. Um, Heavenly Creatures, which she filmed at the age of seventeen. I have not seen this film. I do not know what this film is about, and I don't know. Therefore, cannot comment well as to whether it is a cinematic classic or a or a stinker. But this is her first film. Um, so you, you've written a couple of stories about about Kate, our Kate this week. Our um, Kate, yeah. How, how she used to skip school to watch Neighbours and Guy Pearce. Is that right? Yep. She told a lovely little story. This is on the Gabby Roslin podcast. If anyone yeah. wants to uh, wants to uh, listen to it, Gabby Roslin, of course, used to present the uh, Big Breakfast. Yes. <laughs> and now has her own podcast. Uh, she's. She's a very good host, actually. I listened to the podcast to uh, to get the stories together. Um, yeah, so one story, Kate was talking about how hard it is for this is kind of industry thing, how difficult it is to make ends meet when you're a, when you are a young actor, actress. Are these still things, or do we just call them actors now? I don't, I don't know. There's a, um, I think they're all actors now. Yeah. But she said, um, she said she was filming this film, Heavenly Creatures, and then having to finish filming and then run off to go and work in an unnamed delicatessen in Reading to make sure she had enough um, money to uh, to keep going. But this was when she was at the age, tender age of seventeen, um, and she she talked about that a bit and um, how difficult it is for actors generally. Um, I imagine it's particular been particularly different for them in the last eighteen months. Um, and uh, yeah, she uh, she went on to talk about how she had a massive crush on Guy Pearce when he was in Neighbours. Um, <laughs> when she was a kid, and she used to skip off at her drum school, which is Red Roofs in Maidenhead, um, and um, go home and not only watch the episode when Neighbours was on twice a day, so it was yes. on at lunchtime, she'd watch the 1 pm one and then wait. And watch the one at five o'clock as well, just to see, just to see him again. So wow. um, I wonder if she's she, now met him in her. Yeah, she's well, yeah, yeah. She she's worked. She's worked with him now, and she said that she um she introduced herself by saying, "I've loved you since I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> so my my incredibly serious question here was obviously Redding has a few celebs who've who've done all right. Um, if if we were to have a a, a super league of Reading celebrities. Where where would Kate rank in that league? Because obviously you've got you got you got Gervais, you've got Dorma. Um, where where would you, and, I, and I, there are others. It's got to be Gervais and and Winslet one two, isn't it? They're the big they're, two, they're, aren't they're, they? They're the big two, I think. They would break away into their own. Super big question league. though: Where would Tarrant go? Oh, I'd say Tar Tarrant's quite down. I'm afraid he's wow. He's not an actor for a start. He's a presenter, and um, I I'm not disparaging the work of Chris Tarrant. I'd just like to say, but I, if you if you met someone not from from America, for example, they'd know who Ricky Gervais was and Kate Winslet. Probably who Kate Winslet was. They 
almost certainly would not know who Chris Tarrant was, I would say. So that perhaps puts him down down a bit in terms of the Super League. Uh, Kenneth Branagh as well, very famous oh, actor. he's a good one. So he's also from Reading. Um, I don't know. I'm sure he does do a lot now, but I, I, I don't know what. Um, he loves a bit of Shakespeare, doesn't he? he? He does, yeah. He's a proper thesp, isn't he? Yeah, he, I studied Henry V, his film, when I was uh, in my younger years. I mean... Natalie Dormer, who's of this parish in where, where I where I live, I believe, which certainly went to school here. Um, Game of Thrones, very famous actress. Um, she's probably up there. Um, and and Ricky Whittle, obviously. Oh in, yeah, yeah. In that third spot. Sure. Yeah, he, he he lived in Reading for a maybe a couple of, couple of years. <laughs> went to my so, school. Have I ever mentioned that? <laughs> <laughs> once or twice, Hugh, yeah, once or twice. So, yeah. just, um, just, to, just to round this up, just how do you feel about this? I, I did, I've Googled very quickly, um, born in Reading, people, celebrities born in Reading, and I've just come up, that there is actually a league table on a website called famousbirthdays.com. So, I'll just go through this. How do you feel about this? Number one, this is, this is born in Reading, so, so Whittle, there's no Whittle, there's no Branner. Oh. Uh, but so, so number one, Kate Middleton. Oh. Number two, Kate Winslet. Number three, Justin Fletcher. <laughs> number four, yeah. Jeremy Kyle. Number five, Ricky Gervais. Number six, Natalie Dormer. Seven, Pippa Middleton. Eight, none of us will have heard of her. Sophie Foster, YouTube star. Um, number nine, another Middleton, James William. Um, 10, there's there's a top 12 here, so I'm just going to finish this off very quickly. Okay. Uh, we've got a TikTok star, Will McBride. Again, that will be nothing to any of us. Um, this one hasn't even got a picture. That's how much of a famous person she is. Becky Taylor, reality star. And in at number 12, uh, I think possibly should be number one, uh, Frank Kirby, ex-Reading FC Women and Chelsea. Okay, well, there were some tenuous ones in there. Yeah, how do we feel about that list? Were they YouTubers? Way down there. Yeah, were they YouTubers above Gervais? Because that's wrong. No, 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 no. They're all bona fide celebs. Jeremy Kyle was above Gervais, though. Yeah. There's something not quite right here. No. I mean, Kate Middleton's a good show, and she's probably one of the most famous women in the world now. So, and she's apparently healing the rift in the royal family Is so, she? uh, she's doing a good job yeah apparently so yeah according to uh various news reports yeah i'll be right. interested to see what comes out of the sort of meeting last week at obviously the duke of edinburgh's funeral kate looked very sophisticated and i know you shouldn't really that's not what you should be looking at in amongst all the uh ceremony and everything but i did watch it I was there. No, you weren't. Well, I was in Windsor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't... The 30 people that were allowed in. Yeah, I didn't make the cut. I didn't make the you cut. Thought, get him in. <laughs> I, was 30, I was 31. Okay. So you were at the door. Yeah. Right. Uh, moving on from my very silly Reading Celebrity Super League. If anybody wants to reorder any of those, do feel free. Um Right, this one. Okay, there's something called. It's called Reading Wing. It's called. I presume it's not called Reading Wingstop. I presume it's just called Wingstop. But it's a new chicken restaurant at the Oracle. Um, 
Now, Reading has a million chicken shops, as I'm sure do most towns and cities up and down the country. Anybody got any idea what's so special about Wingstop? I don't know, but I am not feeling it. Chicken, are you not? No, chicken wings are like my least favourite bit <laughs> of a chicken. Are they? It's all, oh, it's it's all it depends. Bone. It's just buffalo, bone. buffalo sauce all, all over that. But Yeah, but it's the sauce that's the good bit. I mean, my brother would uh, argue with me because he he's quite notorious for getting a chicken wing, put, popping the whole thing in. You know, like in a cartoon when a cat puts a fish in and then pulls out yeah. the whole fish but like that. He just puts it in, has a nibble, pulls out a, a clean bone. It's just horrible. Ooh. Ooh. Just Ooh, yeah, horrible. okay. Um, shall, I, shall I just uh, I'll just read you a quick bit of this? It says, diners will be able to dine on a range of classic wings, boneless wings and tenders, which are cooked to order and hand-tossed in a range of 10 different flavours. It opens in the Oracle on the Friday, April the 16th, and is a split-level restaurant at the Broad Street entrance of the shopping centre. I think the most interesting part of this story is that this place is opening, I, I want to say, in the cursed, the cursed? Yeah, the, the I cursed, thought so. um, The cursed venue within um, nothing nothing good has happened to any business that has opened in that um in that part of the oracle it's like um, the restaurant could, carousel isn't it was it ed's easy diner was there they they went that disappeared bankrupt i think that was bankrupt am i do you remember that hugh was that bankruptcy uh no I there, was confirm some, there was something along that anyway then there was uh, the vegan the vegan one which was just a trial and then there was um, the infamous um, chick, chick, oh, chick, 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 chick fillet, chick fillet, chick, which fillet. <laughs> I think um, just provided all of the pages and traffic for for Berkshire Live for the period of time that it was open. Um, people had incredibly strong opinions about chick fillet because of various things in their past and, and certain religious and um, unfortunate aspects that they. <laughs> You wonder why a business would ever put that stuff out in the world, but there, there we go. Um, I'm surprised the vegan one didn't do do well, or was yeah. it always going to just be a pop up? I think it was. Um, I, I don't know. I, I and I, I might have to edit this bit out. I feel like it was. Uh, we're doing this, and then suddenly it became a. We're just trialing it. Okay. I, th I feel like that's how it went, but I'm not. I'm not totally sure. Hugh, I'll get a message from Hugh later, and he'll tell me we'll need to edit. You'll need to edit that bit. <laughs> so, um it looks it looks all right it looks nice uh, as i say I just it's it's almost like the um it's like the england manager's job of um of uh of, of locations in the oracle this this space did you say <laughs> boneless chicken wings i did yes that? i mean I what did. is left how can you have a boneless chicken wing there's that's just just i don't, I don't know well you can have a boneless chicken thigh I was listening to another podcast. Um, what? What? <laughs> I know. Mainly I listen to this one, obviously, but occasionally I branch out. And um, I can't think who was being interviewed now, but they were talking about uh, that they'd been to a vegan restaurant and had um, like chicken wings made out of pretend chicken, like corn-type stuff, I guess. But And then they'd put a little wooden peg through so to act as the bone <laughs> that's just weird why would i don't understand the yeah. point 
just, uh, just, I just realised I scrolled down on. I was looking at the story, and they, there's one comment on the story, and uh, it, it's almost exactly what I've just said. Um, it's Dunk B. Have any eateries in that spot lasted more than a couple of years? Seem to have a bad track record. Yes, exactly, Dunk. What's the, what's the um, the poison chalice? That's the that's the word I'm looking for. That's the phrase. It's a it's a it's a bit of a poison chalice. That spot, I think. Yeah, it is. Well, fingers crossed these guys make a success of it. Good, good, good luck to them. Um, mm. You know, um, and hopefully they haven't got any anything to un, unmask and uh, to brushed under the carpet that, that needs to be revealed. Hopefully, they're all um, they're all very nice people. We, we will find out, I'm sure. Um, the the very final thing, and this is more of this is less of a story and more of a Hugh. Tell us about the local elections. So it's Thursday, May the 6th, the local elections are happening. Um, 16 wards in and Reading are up, so not the entire council uh, like they would do in somewhere like Bracknell. Um, it's Reading's done in, um, in, in parts, so they don't do it all at once. So um, parts of Tilehurst are up, parts of uh, East Reading um, are up as well, areas around the town, basically. Um, most areas, parts of Whitley as well, um, are up too. So most most areas where there's more than one seat um, will be uh, will be contested um, on May the sixth. Um, lots of candidates from lots of different parties, um, and these are these are your chance. This is a chance for democracy in action. So people should get out and vote vote in their local elections for what if they think that Reading Borough Council is doing a great job, they should probably consider re-electing the person who the, who is their local councillor. And if they think the council's doing a rubbish job, they should probably consider trying to re-elect someone of a different persuasion who they think might do a better job than um, the council is currently doing. And this is how, this is no great revelation, but this is how elections work. And, um, and uh, we, um, I, I couldn't predict what's going to happen really, um, but, um, we're likely to see some new faces. I think some councillors are standing down anyway. So, and um, there's usually a little bit of change at the local elections around this area. And um, we'll have to wait and see what happens on May the sixth. But um, yes, these elections are happening, and I'd always urge everyone to get out and vote and have their say on local democracy. Because if you don't, you can't really moan about it. Hugh, am I right in thinking that last year, because of the pandemic, there were no local elections? Yes, these are the postponed elections from right. last year. So all these councillors have managed to get an extra year in on their um, on their uh, yeah. on their stint. So um, so yeah, so they, yeah, they've just been postponed. So just uh, get out and vote. So that that could either be. Um, if you can imagine being a councillor who wanted to stand down, desperate to stand down, suddenly you've got to do another year. Oh God. Yeah. That, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can stand down and have a by-election, but um, yes, oh, that's probably, true. You'd probably tough it out, I imagine, wouldn't you? Because yeah. having a by-election during a pandemic is, has questionable safety uh, yes. considerations as well. So, so yeah. So, get, if you live in Reading, which only Rachel does, and I don't know if where she lives is up, but if it is, get out and vote. Yeah, I think it is. I think we've had a few things through the door. Uh, actually, no, I know we are because I've had my polling card through. Yeah, we've we've had a polling card as well uh, in West Berkshire, but there we go. There's um, also elections for the um, Police and Crime Commissioner as well. Um, the the one elected in 20... Anthony Stansfeld elected in 2010 is retiring. 
Um, so there will be a new person put in for, to that role, which also has to be elected, and those elections are being done at the same time. So um, if you are interested in how the police force, Thames Valley Police, is run, you should probably consider voting in that too. Excellent. Thank you, Hugh. Uh, very concise um, and certainly better than your first run through of that, which was, <laughs> uh, shall we say, an unmitigated disaster. Not yes. Let, let, let us not talk of that again. Rule, rule one of podcasting or any radio show, turn off your phone. Or at least if it's ringing, notice that it's ringing. And then <laughs> I was just in the zone, you know. Ah, yes. Okay. He went into his council zone. We know what it's like, like when he's talking it's about like, council. It's like matters. tunnel vision. It's like Usain Bolt just before the start of the race. No sound <laughs> penetrates. I was going to say because your first your your first run through of that, the, the least I would call it was like a Usain Bolt run. That's true. Yeah. It, would, it would be probably like what would happen if I actually tried to have a race with him. It was that. It would be that disastrous. <laughs> uh, I always like to have a little bit of editing to do. So anyway, um, thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Rach, for your thoughts on the headlines this week. Um, I'll say headlines in the loosest, loosest term possible. Um, Hugh, can you write some more stuff about Reading next week, please? <laughs> Uh, yes, well, I will write more stuff about Reading yeah, next week, almost certainly. So, uh... Okay, let's move on to part three and the random question. The random question. Random question time, guys. Here we are. Um, today's random question is, what was your favourite TV show? Can I go first? Because I don't want you to pinch mine. Damn it. <laughs> go on. Uh, I am going to, because I assume we're talking like quite old school. Well, yeah, sort of almost like favorite, like your TV show that you that you used to love, probably haven't even maybe thought about for ages. And do you know what? Almost if you went back and watched it now, would be quite disappointing. Well, I don't know about that last bit, but I am going to throw gladiators in the ring. Okay. Um, just like the ultimate Saturday night. Yes. Early, early, you know, like tea time Saturday night entertainment programme. Um, and I recently went back and revisited it on Quest, whatever channel it is on Sky, where the, all the old school game shows are. Um, made Zachary watch it because I thought he would he would love it. Um, and I think the one that he watched, do you remember uh, it? It was kind of like a pendulum thing hanging down from the ceiling but with like a rope net around and they had to kind of clamber around, kind of spider-like around this web around trying and yes. the gladiator yes. had to catch the contestant or contender yeah. um yeah and he he sort of got bored after oh. i was watching you know lightning fly around the, yeah. the web after some poor woman <laughs> and uh, he's just like all right yeah it's taken ages isn't it excuse me excuse me <laughs> excuse me 
But I did see another bit of uh, quite exciting information, if it's true, that made me think of you, Hugh, which I'm, I may well steal yours now, that uh, there's rumours about the bill making a, a reappearance, complete with uh, D.I. Carver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw this as well. I got very excited. I don't think um, the classic character, Reg Hollis, who uh, will be re <laughs> returning, um, sadly. <laughs> No, um, I think Tony Stamp was there though. Yeah, we, Tony Stamp once appeared at a um, at a uh, MOD police event at AWE Burfield. Uh, there's a picture of <laughs> there's a picture of him and my brother in my mum's house. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I do like the bill. I must admit. Um, and what's the other the other lady? Is June. June Ackland, yeah. Her daughter's really famous, but I can't remember um, who she is. But she's really well known. But so those are the that's... three that it's rumoured that they are coming back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But since I, I know you like them... to watch reruns of it now, Hugh, still, I thought you might. I, I do. I do. This like... is one of, my, one of my more tragic habits. When most the of the old... cast of EastEnders and Holby are making appearances as various criminals. That's it, they? yes. Ash from <laughs> Casualty has just emerged as the latest detective in the, in the bill. <laughs> the one I watched the other day, which is nice. Um, I believe the daughter of the actress who played June Ackland, Trudy Goodwin, according to Wikipedia, is the lead singer of the band LaRue. See? Famous. There we go, quite famous. Yeah. But um, what would you pick then, Hugh? If I if I if I pinched your one of my favourites. One of my favourites. I mean, going way back, one of my favourites was Transformers. Um, but I remember when I was a little bit older, the advent of virtual reality and subsequently nightmare. Oh. oh. Yeah. With that Which, scary bloke with the beard. Yes. Make haste, team. Goblin hordes abound. <laughs> oh god that took me right yeah. back yes yeah. i'm there i'm there trey trey guard the dungeon master yeah um for years i someone told me once that it was filmed at ufton court in ufton nerva in berkshire and i was really excited and then i i investigated this with the aim of doing a piece on it and it turns out that, that was total and utter lie i was told <laughs> oh, no. um but uh yeah so uh the concept was that groups of kids would be in a TV studio and one would be in the dungeon who was the dungeoneer and they'd have to go on a quest through the uh, virtual um, a virtual dungeon meeting all sorts of of uh, characters like out of like you, you know we talked about how how tough life is as an actor so it's people playing jesters in nightmare and stuff like that <laughs> and um, and uh, as it progressed, the virtual reality got better and better, and they did things like they they had bits where they'd go outside, which was really exciting, and walk through the woods. And there was one right to the end where you'd fly on the back of a, a dragon that looked quite like the dragon thing out of Never Ending Story, that film. Oh, Valcor. Yeah, and um, it was just great going. You know, the excitement when it used to go dark, and then you'd be in the, come into a next room, and there'd be these things like. These monsters sort of slowly walking towards you, and they'd be like, "They'd be like, quick, get out of there!" And, and Trey Guard would get very excited, and uh, and then you'd see they had life force as well, like, and so they had to get to the food, didn't they? Do you remember? They had to um, 
otherwise they they just they they had like a, sk a skull do you remember and the bits of the flesh used to peel off the skull and then the eyes used to come out when your energy oh was God, really low <laughs> it was quite creepy and then um and then you get a final loaf of bread or something and then it would go back to um back to normal it was it was, it was a really good show I not, can tell you're very much, enthusiastic about it. It was shown briefly on Challenge TV on Sky, but I don't think it is anymore. And uh, it had Tom. really good, really cool music. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to go and do a, a pitch to some yeah. like a TV studio yeah. to bring this back. I should be like very a, passionate about it's it. It's an amazing escape room concept. <laughs> yes. The virtual reality escape room based on Nightmare. There you go. People who know about virtual reality, you can you can have that one. <laughs> go on, Tom. What's yours? Um, I think I can only go with Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, obviously, um, which I have been back and tried to rewatch recently, and it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, like I just because I, I was into swimming as a kid, and um, it, Baywatch also was responsible for my complete fear of sharks, not jaws, like most people. Um, but yeah, it it just I don't know. I used to it used to be part of that sort of um, that that Saturday night ITV um, like sort of mega mega TV couple of hours. You had Gladiators, you had Baywatch, and there was something else which I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it used used to be great. You used to watching Hasselhoff and you know jumping off boats and saving people and all of that kind of thing and i've kind of been back to try and watch it recently and uh, yeah it's rubbish wasn't it the most watched program globally yes at, at that I think point it, in I the think kind it, of early yeah. 90s movie yeah. late late no not the 80s surely i have interviewed david hasselhoff i think i know that yes you were there you must have been, you might have been yeah. across it was in the days it was uh a few years ago he would he came to reading for some show at the hexagon <laughs> and i got him i got him and he'd obviously done about 10 interviews um before he spoke to me and um i just asked him i said could you tell me a bit about i had a 10 minute slot and said i said <laughs> and just to start by telling me a bit about the show 10 minutes later that was it that <laughs> An uninterrupted <laughs> monologue. Job done. He started. He started off. I said, "Hi, it's Hugh calling from uh, Get Reading at the time." And he said, "Hi, buddy." <laughs> the Hoff we called best, you, buddy. As if we were best friends. And then uh, I asked him one question. He spilled off for ten minutes, and um, that was it. And I, and <laughs> I tried to ask him some more questions about whether he'd be going out for dinner in Reading or anything like that. And that is someone, <laughs> some lackey, butted in and told me I'd had enough time. So. Uh, oh. That was it. To call it an interview is quite a generous description. It was more like me writing down a monologue. <laughs> you saying you saying a high buddy like that just reminds me. I think we've got a podcast back in the archive that's called High Buddy, and I now think oh. it was to do with the fact that you've told this story about the Hoff. <laughs> Very so, likely. What did I, you I call no... him? Did, is he Mister Hasselhoff? Was he the Hoff? Dave. I said hi. He was in a room with someone else, so I spoke to um, his PR person, and then I said, "Hello, hello, David. It's Hugh calling from Bar from Re Get Reading." And he went, David. "Yeah, oh. I think I called him David. I think, yeah, yeah, first name terms." <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I should have said, "I should have said hi, Hoff." <laughs> hey, Hoff, how's it going? 
<laughs> um, right, let's uh, let's call it a day. That is it for this week. Um, thanks, guys. Um, before we go, though, here's Jeremy with how you can get in touch with us. Get in touch with the team. Email hello at realreadingpodcast.co.uk. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at realreadingpod. And join our Facebook group by searching Real Reading Podcast. Thanks, Jeremy. We'll be back next week with plenty more. Well, I mean, I mean, I say plenty more. Let's, you know, things if things happen. Um, if, if Hugh pulls his finger out and gets those typing fingers whirring, um, we will see, I suppose. Um, that's it, really. I'm going to go and watch Gladiators. Oh, I'm going to go and watch... Bay- no, I'm going to do something. I'm on holiday. I can't do, I can't, I can't do that. I'm going to have to do I'm not on holiday. Holiday. <laughs> Maternity leave is not a holiday. It's close, but it's it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's a breeze. Yes, it's, it's, it's pretty good, uh, to be fair. I mean, Rach, I understand why, you know, you can kind of laugh at me saying it, now that I've been through it. Hugh saying that, I just find offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you come back when you yeah. have had a full night's sleep for six yeah. months, Hugh, and then you can then you can laugh. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, right, we'll be back for more Reddingy podcast. Good. Why do I say Reddingy? I don't know why. I don't know, it. but I quite like it. Stick Reddingy. with it. Reddingy. We'll be back next week. We'll try again. Let's do this again. Then, okay. Uh, I'm not cutting that, but uh, we'll be back next week for more Reddingy podcast goodness. Bye. 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 You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast.